Hello, and welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Limekiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I want to talk about a work trip I took to the land in September of 2016, Cleveland, Ohio. It was honestly the best work trip I've ever taken, and it offered that perfect mix of a little bit of business and a lot more fun and networking. From going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, to having box luxury seats at a Cleveland Browns football game, this weekend trip couldn't have been any better. To listen to more Traveling on Lime Peel and Pike podcasts, please like and subscribe. Now, let me tell you about Chapter 22, Cleveland, Ohio. So what brought me to Cleveland during this time of the year? As I said earlier, I went around September of 2016, so basically early fall. And I won't go into a lot of the details because I think a lot of it can be in a completely different podcast with a few special guests. But the reason why I went was because a client of mine, when I was working at my former occupation, had decided that they wanted to celebrate their time with their clients in their headquarters which was based out of Cleveland, Ohio. So they reached out to a number of different us to invite us to basically an all expense paid trip to Cleveland in which we will tour the city, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Browns game, and just have a lot of fun activities and networking. So I decided, hey, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, good way to increase client relationship and partnerships, might as well go down. So who went with me? It basically me and a former co-worker of mine decided to take advantage of this opportunity. And it was super special. How did we get to Cleveland? Well, we're living in New York City at that point in time. So we took a flight from New York to Cleveland, which was a simple hour and a half flight. And we flew on United Airlines, which is an important detail when I go later into my story for this podcast. And where did we stay? We stayed at the Westin Hotel in downtown Cleveland, literally in the middle of everything. And this is the first time I stayed in a Westin, and it became my favorite hotel, mostly because they have a partnership with New Balance Shoes in which for $5 you can rent exercise equipment and go down and to the gym and use and not have to bring your own. So that was uh, really good, especially we have like shoes and shirts and socks as well. So it's a great opportunity. So yeah, that's how I kind of got to Cleveland, and I'll tell a little bit more of the story later in the podcast of how I got there. As I said earlier, I really liked my experiences in Cleveland. The people I met, activities I got involved in, the games I went to, going to the Hall of Fame were all very fun and amazing lifetime experiences that I'll never forget. However, I would admit, after traveling to Cleveland twice in my life, I would say it isn't my favorite city I've traveled to. Both of my experiences were definitely work-related, which could have a different impression of it, and there were paid trips. So some of the tips and tricks I would normally give you 
aren't really as relevant because it was all paid experiences. However, one tip I would really give going to Cleveland is that Cleveland does rock in their events and things that they're really known for. So it's a no-brainer. Obviously go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Obviously go to a few sports games that are there. Like if you want to go to see the Cleveland baseball team, the Browns, or the Cleveland Cavaliers. So those are all things that really take part of, and they're all in one central location. You know, going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's only $28. You can spend the whole entire day there, which is great. Also, there's some places in downtown Cleveland that we really enjoyed too, like some bars and restaurants. But outside of that, I don't have too many additional tips just because I didn't spend that much time in the city because it's mostly work and it's already kind of planned out. However, I do recommend if you do go to Cleveland, there's a multiple different websites that you can check to see what are some tips and tricks that makes Cleveland unique to travel to compared to other areas. So yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any more tips and tricks for the Cleveland area. But it is a a good time, especially if you have the right people to go down. There's definitely activities to go and be experienced with. Unfortunately, I just don't have the tips and tricks from the experiences when I went there. For that business trip weekend, I was in Cleveland. I did a lot of cool things while I was in the land. Going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a Browns game, tailgating before the Browns game, seeing the craziness of that, a night out at an urban food-to-table restaurant, and late-night bowling. All these things were great experiences with cool people, and I really felt that I was really treated like a VIP or celebrity with 16 other people. So an amazing experience and a lot of different stories. While I would like to talk about all these activities in detail in a follow-up podcast, I will definitely save it for another time. But honestly, out of all the great experiences I had going to Cleveland and the land, the one that I remember most during that fun weekend was the issue I faced and then the opportunity when actually taking my flight from New York City, LaGuardia, all the way to Cleveland that Friday night before the weekend started. And that's where my story will actually start. So to give a little bit of background of the story and how we came to be, about a month prior to maybe late August, the client of ours, uh, the company I was working at, has sent out an invitation to special clients that they were offering an all-expense-paid trip to their headquarters in Cleveland just to celebrate the year of partnership with all of their, quote, favorite people. So after talking to a few people, I decided that I could make some time to go down that weekend in late September in order to take advantage of all the festivities and really celebrate the partnership that we had with this particular client because we had worked with them for quite some time. And at that point, my coworker decided to go down as well to take advantage of all the festivities. So that Friday, 
me and my uh, coworker at the office and left a little bit early so we can make it to the airport on time in at LaGuardia. We were currently working in Manhattan, and if you're a New Yorker, you know the pain it was back in those days to get to LaGuardia from Manhattan. You had to take the E-line to Roosevelt, and then you got to take the M60 bus all the way to LaGuardia. It, it's, it, it was a pain, and probably still is a pain now. There's no direct train to get there. We decided to fly in on Friday and then fly out that Monday because we wanted to take advantage of the be there to stay the longest period of time we could and really enjoy the, quote, business trip that we were there. So we were flying into Cleveland around 9 o'clock, thus our flight was leaving LaGuardia around 7. So we all, we got to LaGuardia, wasn't that big of an issue. We got to our gate and then we're basically right up front of the gate waiting to board the plane. As LaGuardia was very small, so it was very intimate at that point in time. And we're sitting around waiting for, you know, to board the plane. And then an announcement came out maybe a half an hour prior to saying, hey, we're offering opportunities to volunteer your seat up because the flight is overbooked and we will find the first flight for you to leave out tomorrow morning. So we both looked at one another and saying, would either of us be interested in this opportunity? I asked him first saying, hey, do you want to see want to volunteer? They're the offering a gift and reward up to three hundred dollars. He said, nah, I just want to get there and relax. I don't want to deal with the hassle going back home and so on and so forth. I'm just cool. I'm getting on the plane. So then I started thinking about it a little bit. I was like, our event doesn't technically start till noon tomorrow. And they'll say that they'll give me a flight the first thing tomorrow morning. So I think I can still make it because I'm in no rush. And then the gift package was a $300 voucher a free night hotel stay, and I believe $30 in food credits just to eat. So I decided, you know what? Hey, throw it out there, see what happens. So I went up to the gate agent. I said, hey, I will volunteer my seat if someone needs to take it. Just take advantage of the opportunity. So the flight starts to board and people start walking to the gate. And then my coworker starts walking to the gate and we look at each other and say, well, I might see you on the plane. I might see you tomorrow. Who knows at this point in time? So the flight is mostly boarded and the ticket agent comes up to me and says, hey, just to let you know, we gave your seat up to someone else. You're going to be taking advantage of this opportunity. I was like, oh, this is great. Fantastic. So the plane flies out and leaves. I tell my coworker, unfortunately, I'm not getting on the plane. And then we spend basically a half an hour, me with the ticket agent, basically going through all the litigation of getting my free items, such as the, the pass and the food and the hotel, so on and so forth. So overall, after a, a half an hour speaking with this gentleman, I take a shuttle to a courtyard Marriott in which I have a free voucher to have a free hotel night stay there. And then uh, he also gives me a voucher for a free meal ticket and my $300 uh, travel credit voucher as well. And my ticket for the next morning that leaves out at 7 a.m. So I got all that. Again, I could have went home because it still is only an hour and a half train riding me to get home in New Jersey. But I decided let's take advantage of the hotel. So as I said, I took the Uber, sorry, I took the shuttle 
to the Courtyard Marriott Hotel, gave him my voucher. They gave me a nice, regular suite in the Courtyard Marriott. I went downstairs and I grabbed a nice big steak dinner to treat myself and watched a college football game at the bar while I was eating my dinner down there. And then I just relaxed at the hotel and went to bed a little early knowing I had to get up early for my flight tomorrow. When I got up my flight early tomorrow morning, got up around 5 o'clock, took a shower, packed up and got on the shuttle, which is basically filled all airline pilots at that point in time. Took the 10-minute shuttle to LaGuardia Airport, got on the plane at 7 a.m., flew the hour and a half to get to Cleveland, and I arrived in Cleveland at 9 o'clock in the morning. With the VIP service our partners were kind of giving to us, they had actually gave us a driver to take us from the airport all the way to the hotel, the Westin, all the way down in downtown Cleveland. And since I arrived a little later, I told them, hey, I quote, missed my flight, even though I lied because I wanted to get that, uh, that, that trip and nothing let them know I took advantage of that trip. So they made sure the hotel didn't cancel my booking and they made sure to have someone to pick me up at the airport, in which I actually traveled with a, a producer uh, from Canada who had just released a movie through this uh, film di- distribution company. And we had, he was a great guy, he brought his girlfriend, a lot of cool stories and stuff. I talked him throughout the whole entire week. And then it was, it was a fantastic weekend with him and his, his, his girlfriend. And this was a lot of fun with everyone. We then drove all the way to the hotel to only 15, 20 minutes. Got there around 10 o'clock, unpacked my things, took a little shower, relaxed a little bit, texted my coworker, let him know I had made it here safely. And by noon, when everyone was supposed to be there, I was down there first from everyone else. And then we started our whole entire day going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then grabbing lunch and then relaxing, then dinner, then bowling, then outside at night activities. So I didn't miss a beat when it came to the activities in Cleveland. So yeah, that's kind of my story of how I actually got to Cleveland for this a business trip weekend. Again, I didn't lose any time being in the city when it comes to activities and I was able to take advantage of a voucher as well as free food as well as a free hotel stay right by the airport in LaGuardia. I don't remember what I used that $300 voucher for. I think I might have given it to my girlfriend at the time for a present at the end of the day and she loved it. So, hey, I did pretty well with that present, but... Overall, it was, a, it was a great experience. I, I got not only a great experience in Cleveland, which I'll tell you about in another podcast, but I also got some free money as well as a free meal out of it before going down there. So overall, it's a win-win situation and a great trip to the land. So if you do decide to travel to Cleveland, here are some places and locations I recommend going while you're in the city. The first one, which I've mentioned a few times in the podcast, is definitely visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You might not be a rock and roll fan, but they have music from multiple different genres that are celebrated in this location. It's a humongous venue in which you can spend all day exploring different 
areas as well as themes as well as historical times in music within the United States. So I definitely recommend going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a little bit pricey being $28, but it's really worth uh, the money being there all day. Second locations I kind of recommend going to is seeing a sports game. The Cavaliers, the Browns, and the baseball team are all relatively within like a mile radius from one another. And for Cleveland, they're super passionate about their sports. So if you decide to go to a game, I definitely would say you're going to have a good time and you'll have a very, very huge fan base to root with you while watching the game. Another location I do really recommend going to is the Urban Farmer Cleveland Steakhouse. It was a place me and my uh, the clients that my partner had brought take us to dinner. It was a great food, very fresh food as well. And it was uh, probably one of the better meals I had in quite some time when I ate in there. Another place I recommend going to is the Corner Alley. It's this cool little bar, bowling alley slash arcade. Which we had a whole bunch of fun there. Stayed there till maybe two or three hours bowling, having fun. And it was a very, very popular spot in the area. So I definitely recommend if you want a nice Friday or Saturday night out with friends or uh, your partner, I definitely recommend going to the corner alley. It's more of a trendy place uh, than a normal bowling alley. Another place I recommend going to is the West Side Market. This is akin to a lot of different markets that are in major cities like Philadelphia, Reading Terminal, and a number of different markets like the Chelsea markets in New York City. Just a place where you get a lot of unique foods and different other paraphernalia. This is very unique and very mom and pop uh, centric. So I definitely recommend going to the West Side Market. And lastly, if you're a humongous movie fan, especially of Christmas movies, I definitely recommend going to a Christmas story house. It's in a little bit right outside of Cleveland. It's the house that the, the kid and the family was in in the Christmas story. And if you want a nice photo op and see a little bit of history, I definitely recommend going there. So yeah, those are all the places and locations I kind of recommend going to Cleveland. Again, most of these places I went to during my two work trips there, specifically mostly on the first client trip I'm talking about in this podcast. But yeah, I definitely recommend going to these places if you decide to be in the land. Thanks for listening to this chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike. I had a great time traveling to Cleveland for this client engagement in September of 2016. All the events and the people that I met were great. And I think I'm trying to have a second follow-up podcast going to the particular details of what we did every single night hopefully with the the guests that I had went down with, my co-worker at the time. But again, stay tuned for another podcast with that. But hey, if you want to have a good day or weekend in Cleveland, if you do some of the things that I did, you'll have a fantastic time. And lastly, if you do decide to travel, as always, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.